Hey there, this is Rachel Wilson. Welcome to The Raw Room, your daily dose, talking all things Philadelphia Eagles and other sports miscellaneous. So, um, just want to talk a little bit about how the Philadelphia Eagles, namely number one, QB Jalen Hurts, got on my awareness radar back in 23 when we all were sort of on a bit of a hiatus dealing with the pandemic right so i had ventured into the territory of public health and was trying to uh, create a stem in my career journey um, along that path and sort of took a detour somewhat was working with um, a very well-known insurance agency and was going through undergoing the most intense training in my career but did manage to get licensed on the first attempt but at any rate was working like crazy hours and it was beginning to tell on um you know my physicality there so i had you know, uh, contracted a mild case of carpal tunnel where I could not use my dominant south paw. So that led me to get it checked out, right? <laughs> so in so doing, coming from a doctor's appointment, um, got a ride because I could not, you know, drive myself. Um, and the ride pulls up and I'm getting the car and I immediately noticed that the guy definitely looked linebacker, you know, football player material, right? But also noticed that he had it on ESPN and happened to further notice that they were discussing none other than number one, Jalen Hurts. But what impressed me more than the fact that the subject matter was football, that it was a Jalen Hurts, the QB, but the story was when he signed his mega deal with the Eagles and this deal was orchestrated by his all-female management team. That got my attention. And it was so funny because my driver was not very vocal about anything. He was just like, yeah, <laughs> I remember that experience quite well. And ever since, number one has been on my awareness radar. And I began to resume my um, watching the team, um, you know, since their last Super Bowl win. Um, it's just it's just been like a lot of changes going on within the franchise and more on that in a bit. But that's how, you know, I started following the Eagles and noticing that they were doing quite well early 23. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like an engine blew. So we got, you know, the beginning of the nosedive. So from there, you know, it's sort of like what happened, right? The promise, the uphill climb of the mountain and then reaching almost the peak of that. Then having an engine blow, you know, a plane can still fly on one engine if it's built right. But then the nosedive of the season just still for me does not make sense. There's always an explanation for things that, you know, you just can't leave it as a mystery and not being able to figure it out to even course correct so that the season still ends on somewhat of an up note and not the continuous nosedive, which does lead for me, it was a crash and burn, right? Because you, they, you know, didn't make it beyond the first round in the playoffs. So that being said, I, you know, I, 
couldn't help but remember um, the McNabb journey as the Eagle QB um, plight of being pro while black in the NFL. And I know everybody was like, oh, here we go. No, we're not making it about that. But it's just sometimes there is a trend um, within a franchise or within the league in general. Um, You know, there are some common, you know, threads that might help us piece together what happened to the Eagle season. Um, And, you know, just reviewing, rewinding the McNabb journey, it started out with a not-so-warm reception on the night he was drafted, right? You know, you don't get the warm welcome, you know, like you think you're going to get. And then, you know, the highs and lows of his 11-season run riddled with frustration and controversy spun by sports media as to what the NFL wanted to see from black QBs in the league. There does seem to be a prototype the league favors and will tip the hat to that franchise whose QB fits the bill. Hmm. Success stories, of course. Russell Wilson as a Seahawk. Lamar Jackson, the best examples come to mind when the franchise sets the squad up for success, growth, winning on all sides of the ball, sideline leadership, all-inclusive. Until the love wears off. Wilson apparently went through a quiet hell in Denver, which ultimately led to a bitter divorce from the Broncos. I wonder, will there be a lawsuit called Toxic Work Environment? Hmm. The Ravens I salute for keeping same staff on roster or chart. Very few, if any, changes season to season. Adding as needed or grabbing an exceptional only if they're a fit for the culture, energy, inside and out, on, off, field. Are the Eagles making the right choices on the sideline? Or rushing to show there's a plan to restore the engines? It remains to be seen. They have had too much personnel change on the squad and on the sideline since their last Super Bowl win. And I, like, well, here we go. I always thought that they should have done some contract gymnastics. And you know how intricate that can be to keep Nick Foles in Philly for at least two more seasons to repeat appear and win another big bowl. Something many of us <laughs> were skeptical if he could do in the first place. But when it clicks on all cylinders, the lesson that... <sighs> I I can't speak for other franchises, but the Eagles seem to never have learned is don't mess with the formula. You know, that repeat appearance for the Super Bowl and a win is a broken promise made by Peterson from the steps on parade day. I was there. Number one brings a stabilizing energy, much like era of McNabb. Staying power is a start for a big bull run. That includes not just appearing, but consecutive wins. The analytics say or suggest that's next to impossible. Not if you keep the winning formula in place. Something the Eagles franchise haven't managed consistently lately, if not ever. What can we glean from the upcoming draft to add more core depth, more tight end, Yes, please. 
although no official official word from inside Nova. Fletch, Fletcher Cox, likely not returning in 2024. Twill be a huge loss to the D-line. Rookie talent definitely already stepping up, but the birds need to scout some fresh wall power to beef up that side of the ball. As for the O-line, one can never have too many sharp weapons while continuously honing precision of those you got. Wink, wink. My daily dose aloe wrap. We're not done. We're not done. Though number one is resigned to start from scratch with a whole new standard for season upcoming. He's built for it, though. In life, you are forced to play the hand you are dealt, even if it's a bad one. Pro football life is what the Eagles got right now. Control what you can control. What you make of that hand, turning it into a success at any level, speaks to the caliber of the man on all field. Back to the lab. We got Pro Bowl action on ESPN today or wherever you get your postseason football fix. LeBron James announcement today. NBA talk here. Worth keeping the gadgets handy while you brunch if it isn't out already as I'm recording this. Get your nearly, your next daily dose from me right here. Right here. Fly, Eagles, fly.